0: Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app. All right. Now joined by the great PJ Brown, uh, PJ, uh, we should just call PJ Nostradamus. Pretty much everything she said about this, uh, this Arizona women's basketball team before the season has turned out to be true. But before we get into that, PJ, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great.
0: All right. Uh, Uh, I've had so many to
1: Jump on in.
0: Yeah, for sure. I've had so many people ask me about uh about the transfer portal players first. And I wanted to get to that and we got to start with Esmarie Martinez. Um you know, before the season, I think we uh, had high hopes for her, but she's been even better I think than anybody could have expected. When you look at statistical impact, you name it, she's been able to do it.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, before she came, all we knew is basically her stats. When I did the research before the very first time I talked to her about why she was coming to Arizona, um, uh, you know, there weren't a lot of stories written about her. In fact, I think I probably, when I sat down with her when she was here, I may have been the first reporter who had done a one-on-one interview with her. Um, And she's just... um, really shown what she can do more than anybody could expect. I mean, I even think uh, maybe even more than Coach Adia was expecting. Um, You know, it all starts with her rebounds, and we talk about that first. Uh, She has that knack for the ball. She may not be in the right position, but she knows the angles and how to play them. So if she's not even getting the rebound, right? She's, she flies in and disrupts things. So she gets a tip or she gets a block or something good comes from it. And that's where it all starts. But she loves just to do everything on the court. So she's really an all-around player. And the more that she plays in this system and for Coach Dia Barnes, she's just going to grow like into herself. And we're going to see more of that. She also obviously scores, and she can score from all three levels. Mm-hmm. Whether she's playing inside, if she's got to play in that up close in that position in the in the four or the five, and um, a mid range or a or a three point shot, she's she's really got it all.
0: And hey, then her passion is contagious too. You watch her out there, everybody feeds off of her.
1: Absolutely, and and if you've noticed that even more people are starting to rebound than did maybe did in the past, or maybe they're just new to the program and they're doing it because she sort of got them in that mode, right? That she's excited about doing it. She's doing it. Um, It is contagious. She's um, really smart. We haven't talked about how smart she is. She, you know, on defense, she doesn't get fooled. So she sticks with her, her opponent and she sort of knows what they're gonna do she's not jumping and getting out of position she's really smart on that side and she's getting deflections and tips and steals and all that is just just adds to like you know she's she's the best player in the team let's face it shes she is. the best player in the team. And she's one of the best players in the country. People, of course, are sleeping on her and not talking about her because they're just not paying attention to what Arizona has going right now.
0: We talked before the season, and about the thing that really impresses me about this team, though, is the overall depth. You hear coaches a lot of times talk about, oh, well, we're going to go 10 deep, but two or three of them probably shouldn't be out there. But you look at these numbers across the board. You start out at 14.8, 14, 12, 11.2, 11.2, 9.2, 8.3, 6.7, 6.2. These are the points per game from all the players, and we're going to get to them. But this team is deep PJ. And I, you know, we talked about a little bit before the season, but to see it actually on the court where you can play so many different players, so many minutes and not really lose anything. That's, that's something you don't see all the time.
1: Yeah. It's it's really um, interesting to see how deep that idea can go with this team. Um, there's still a lot to learn, especially on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. And once they get up to speed, I think, some other players may or may not see more time on the court, depending on the game and the matchup and all of that kind of stuff. Once you get into PAC 12 play, but you know, the offensive firepower that they have is unmatched. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's part of, the story that I just finished for Sunday's paper. Okay, oh, by the way, vlog- my fault. I
0: got to interrupt you. My fault. I apologize on this. Um, P- First of all, follow PJ on Twitter at PJBrown09. Download the Wildcaster app. You can get all of the information for free. But you know what? If you really like the paper as well, get it on that as well. It's not expensive. It's great. You've got all the best uh, Arizona women's basketball coverage all lined up into one. Did I miss anything?
1: No, I think that's good.
0: All right. Sorry. Go, Go ahead. ahead. I apologize about that.
1: So check out the paper um, on on Sunday, and the story should be up Saturday, sometime Saturday. Um, I'm doing a story on their offense right now. It's number – now I'm blanking. It's number, I think, three or four in the nation for points that they put up. Ninety point, They're averaging 90 points per game. Right. Uh, An Arizona Wildcat team coached under Adia Barnes has never done that. They've never had this type of firepower. So that's pretty incredible. And to your point, every single player, whether they're getting one minute or they're getting 35 minutes, they bring something really special to this team and, and they've, earn their time on the court we always talk about they have to earn more minutes but you know each one really helps them in their own unique special way so for example we've talked about helena Poyo and how she's now really coming into herself and she scored 22 points in the last game but it's also everything else that she does on the court whether she's playing at point guard or small forward or power forward. She's she has a vision on the court right. that a lot of players don't have. She's got those long arms, so she can get those tips and the steals. She distributes to her teammates. She's she's doing it all, and she's you know earning thirty five points a game. And then you look at a at a Maddie Connor or Lamaya Hilton, who are really getting into the system and starting to play four different positions like Helena, the one, the two, the three, the four, and they're doing so much more on the court. You know, Maddie Connor is not just a shooter anymore. Right. She can do so much more on that uh, for this wildcat team than she did in the past. You look at Lamaya Hilton having such a great basketball IQ and is good on defense as well as offense, but she's bringing more now because Adia's asked her to.
0: Right, and she's capable more. of it.
1: And she's capable of it. So even somebody like that who right now you don't see a lot, the more she learns and gets comfortable in the system, she'll probably have the moments where Adia's going to put her in and we can see her
0: shine. Right. Okay. Now I want to get to some of the more some more of the newcomers, and again, we can't uh, forget the uh, the holdovers, holdovers in a good way, obviously. But first, got to pay the bills. The DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right. Here's the deal: you can put down a deposit of five bucks, and you can get a hundred dollars in free plays if you bet on the NBA any NBA games. Uh, uh, PJ, do you have an NBA team? Probably the Warriors. Okay. Well, that's a good one to have right there. Generally, if you bet on the Warriors, you're probably going to end up looking pretty good right there. So check it out on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, CodeBird PHNX, uh, 21 and up, Arizona only. Got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Check show notes in the details right there. And Four Peaks, the official brew of PHNX, check it out at our Tempe location or you can check it out down here at our away game watch parties. We're going to be having away game watch parties for Arizona men's and women's basketball. Four Peaks will be there as well. Give it a shot again, Four Peaks. All right. So, looking at uh, some of these transfers now. Let's talk about Jade because obviously before the season, that was the. I think a lot of people were wondering, could this team would they be able to score? Funny to think about that now, but that yeah. was a question before the season. How have you seen her fit in? Obviously, ASU transfer averaging about 11 a game. What have you noticed from her so far?
1: Well, Jade said um, it's really unique. Um, I think I wrote in my notes the other day, Adia has said that every, almost everybody who came in comes in as an alpha. So they yeah. were the number one scoring person on their previous team. So for Jade, she was at ASU and she was the scorer. So, of course, she averaged, I think she was the second leading scorer in the Pac-12 last 17 year. a game, yep. Yeah, and but she was asked to do that. Now she comes to a team where the pressure's off. She doesn't have to do that. So we're seeing her still put up really good numbers. It's not where she wants to be. So she's still working on it and she works all the time, but she's also adding to her game, which we've talked about. She's starting to drive to the hoop more, which means she's going to get fouled. She's going to get on the free throw line. That's another element to the game. She's playing defense like she's never played before. So she wants, we already know, she's already said it. She wants to go to the next level. Next year, she's going to be a professional, right? So Coach Adia is working with her to round out her game so she's more valuable at the next level and more valuable today to this Wildcats team. So she will be scoring more. And she said the other day that she's, Putting in the same work and on her shots before, after practice, it's just, they'll start falling one of these times, you know, shooting is like reps, right? Mm-hmm. The more you do, it's that muscle memory and they'll just start following.
0: And we all, and we already know too, if you followed her career at all, that she can score. There's, there's no concerns about that. So I think it's ingenious what they're doing because if you're, let's say you're a WNBA team and you're looking at Jade, you already know that she can score. What are the, what else can she provide you then? Can she provide you some playmaking? Can she provide you more defense? And so she is going to, she might not put up the numbers she put up at ASU, but she's going to exit here a better, more well-rounded player and a more attractive option to WNBA teams.
1: Absolutely. And you know, she's going to be, she's a smart player already. She's going to be smarter for having gone through this system because one of the things that coach Adia teaches all her players is how to read, um, how to read what the defense is giving you and then how to adjust to things on the fly, not right. being told, do this, do that. But when you're actually in the flow of the game making decisions based on what the game looks like. And to have that skill has proven to be very important for the players who have gone on to be pro professional players, the Ari McDonald, Sam Thomas, Trinity right. Baptiste, uh, Dominique McBride, McBride, all of them have these types of skills and it's all helped them in being more successful at the next level.
0: All right. Now, uh, this was obviously a historic recruiting class. We're going to get to uh, the next recruiting class coming in, but the one player that always felt, I don't want to say overshadowed because, but she wasn't McDonald's all American. She was a top still a top 2025 20, recruit, Caitlin Gilbert. Um, I'll be honest with you. I was a big fan of hers. I did not see her coming in and doing this immediately. I thought it might take a little bit of time Were the people in the know, are they at all surprised by this? Are you at all surprised by this? Or, is this kind of, yeah, she's this good?
1: Well, Adia told me right out that um, she was snubbed, that she should have been McDonald's All-American at the time when she wasn't selected. And right. then she goes on to be selected to be part of Team USA. Right. So it's like, what happened there, right? That's right. that's kind of odd. So um I expected her to be good. It's just when it happens in their development as freshmen, the fact that she's come out so quickly in a way has surprised me, but another side hasn't because she's one of those players who puts in the work. She's always, she's one, you know, we talk about Jade Jade's always in the gym working on her game. Kalen's right there too. So the two of them are probably, two of the hardest workers on this team that put in that extra work. Also, Kaylin's the type of um, player who sort of has this chip on her shoulder, right?
0: Right, right.
1: People doubted her and that fuels her to be even better. That fuels her to put in that extra work, To, to watch film. Adia said that she's one of the players who watches the most film. And they can track that so they know when. They
0: know when who's in right.
1: Who's doing what, right? And so um, Kalen's all over that. Um, And, you know, she's. you're already seeing even her defense has gotten better game by game. Right. And different things have gotten better. And I also think that the system that um, just the way – Adia runs her system right now, plays to a lot of players' strengths, and so someone like that who comes in, it's just easier for her to sort of get her balance mm-hmm. and get going, and so I think that helps a lot.
0: What do you think about her. the front court, so? If- far, obviously when you've got a Maya Najee in there who obviously had to take on a little bit of a bigger role with Lauren Ware being out, you've got Kate, obviously you've got Esmerie. how do you put, uh, how do you grade out the front court so far and what are you most intrigued by?
1: So, um, I think they're doing a terrific job. You know, the thing about Kate race is she's usually really steady Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think in the past I've written a story about this. She's just steady Kate. You sort right. of know game in and game out what you're going to get from her. So it's really the players around her and what they do. So you have an Asmary who comes in and is like all world, right? right. And then you have Maya who spent a lot of her preseason training in and out of practice. She was a little sick. Then her knee started bothering her. I mean, there were a lot of little things. She didn't have a consistent uh, lead up to the season. And yet, you know, we're six games in now. And um, she's shown you a lot. And Mm -hmm. she's improved game by game. So the last game, I think she scored 17 points, Mm -hmm. uh, which was obviously a career high for Mm -hmm. her. And she was really efficient. She was seven for seven from the field. She also took a three-pointer. Adia said that we should expect to see her take more three-pointers, and she's capable. They practice that every single day in the gym.
0: The thing about watching Maya as well is that you can just tell some some players are just blessed that basketball kind of comes naturally to them you can just tell that it's far more than just her size. You watch her out there. You watch how she moves. You watch her ability to be able to pick up who's guarding her, to be able to finish. Um, you know, I think people, you know, you look at her numbers, nine and six right now. Those are those numbers are going to be shooting up here just as she gets more and more used to the college game. But you can absolutely see why she was rated the way she was at high school.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, the, the interesting thing about, bigs, is that they always say, usually they don't really start to blossom in college until maybe their junior year, because let's face it, in high school, they just stand there and get the ball and score, and then they really don't run down the court, but if they do, they don't play much defense. So to have someone with Maya's skill set and ability come in and right away make an impact you know, her ceiling is so high.
0: Right.
1: It's just gonna be amazing. And game by game, we're seeing her take jumps and getting better at things. And Adia is letting her and part of this is because they really don't have many backups, right? Because Lauren right. wears out. Right. But Maya is allowed to make some freshman mistakes and work through them. And I think that experience is invaluable to her and will ultimately make her even better quicker. I think at the beginning of the season, I thought she'd play 20 minutes a game. And that was before Lauren Ware went out. Right. So I just see her being a really big part of the success of this program this year.
0: All right. We got to get to Shana here in a second because that's all reliable right there. But first couple things. Um, game time. Uh, The uh, best ticketing app out there. Listen, let's say you want to go to an Arizona women's basketball game last second, but you're like, all right, I'm a procrastinator. I don't know. How can I get there? Game time has you right there. They can help you out there. You can get your tickets at many times, 60% off last second. Again, the word is out on Arizona women's basketball by this point, so you if you're not not good to procrastinate, but if you do it the last second, game time can help you out. Check out the show notes uh, and the link in the description um, and more furniture, morfurniture.com. Um, Revamp the entire PHNX Studios. Looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, Saul Bookman uh, gives it a big thumbs up. And if Saul Bookman gives it a big thumbs up, I give it a big thumbs up. Um, but again, morfurniture.com. Check it out. All kinds of really good deals going on right there. All right. Shayna Pellington, um, you look at her numbers, you know, for the season, almost fifteen per game, and it's just crazy how, as long as she's been here now, even though she was a transfer, it feels like she's been here quite a while, she's always stepped up in big games. She's always stepped up in big moments. Here we are again. She's Arizona's leading uh, scorer, and you just I don't want to say you take her for granted, but you kind of do take her for granted. just her steadiness out there, p j,
1: yeah, you know, I think people even at the end of last season before or before this season started, people seem to forget Shana had two game winners last year. Mm -hmm. You know, people, most players, if they have game winners have maybe one in their college career. She had two in the same season. That's pretty spectacular. And it shows you the type of player that Shana is she wants, she wants the ball at the end, right? She She legitimately
0: wants it it, too. She doesn't just say she wants it. She legitimately wants it.
1: Yeah. And that's a big difference. Like there are players who may never take that last second shot. They're not those types of players. You have to have that in you and Shana does have that in her. And now as we look at this season, I think that Shana is even better than she was in the past because Last season still was a lot of the offense, sort of the players relied on Shayna, which means that she had to take those shots. She had to take more shots and probably she wanted to take at times, but people relied on her more. Now she has more weapons in the offense. So now Shayna can pick and choose her spots, do what the things she does better. So driving to the hoop is really what she does. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Finishing. And so she can do that. And so that's why, you know, you will see the numbers continue to go up and to continue to be at a certain spot. Um, You, there's not the pressure on her this year and that's huge. That's really huge for someone like Shana that she can just go out and play.
0: Right. And she has
1: other players who are sort of like that, too, around her. Um, So, you know, bringing in the freshmen and then the three transfers like this has really helped Shana grow her game so much more. And and people should watch her and look at the little things that she's doing, because I don't know if we talk about this enough, but the little things. And then you'll understand how she's better this year than she was last year. All
0: right. If you wanted to go watch some of these games, you should come in an away game. Come to Tap and Bottle, the Tap and Bottle watch parties where uh, um, we're down there. A lot of people showing up. Been a big success. Looking forward to starting it up again this month with Arizona women's basketball and Arizona men's basketball as well four peaks down there as well. Check it out. Come join us. A tap and bottle watch parties, downtown Scott and Rebecca do a fantastic job. Okay. Um, PJ with the schedule about to pick, uh, pick up a little bit, obviously you got Baylor in a couple of weeks. Then you got PAC 12 starting after that. As the competition goes up a notch, what are you looking for? What are you most intrigued to watch by this team and just kind of the collection of parts?
1: Sure. Uh, one of the things that I've already seen that I thought was interesting was the change from Friday night's game to Saturday night's game in the um, San Diego tournament. Mm-hmm. So Friday night, sure, they won and they won big, <clears throat> but their defense still wasn't together. Adia Barnes makes a little bit of an adjustment making sure that certain players are assigned to do certain things on defense. And you see in the next game, the jump that their defense takes. Now that's game over game. And that's the first time they played back to back like that, which is really hard to do. Um, So I would imagine that things will keep improving at that pace. I think Sunday you'll see, more improvement on some basic things. Adia keeps saying that she's going back to the basics. Right, right. So on defense, that means their footwork is in the right place and their positioning and things like that. On offense, they're working on layups and free throws and different things like that. I think you're going to see a steady progression of improvements so that by the time the Kansas game comes around and the Baylor game and then Pac-12, You know, in the next couple of weeks, you're going to see them Mm -hmm. make a jump and then make another jump. And so we're going to see collectively as a team. And that's what we're looking for collectively as a team for them to improve when they do that. Then everything else, then it changes everything. Right. Like individuals will get better. So like Jade, Jade's shot will start falling more. Maya will improve game by game. Um, you know, as Marie will still keep doing what she's doing, different players will improve game by game and will look better, but collectively as a whole, when they get to that point, right. Then, then, you know, that's when they're really going to shine because it's a team. It's not just the individual efforts, but it's collectively as a team.
0: She is the great PJ Brown. Follow her on Twitter at PJ brown 9 Download the Wildcaster app. um, Get a a subscription to the paper. It's not much. And again, it's worth all of it. And you got the Sunday spread coming out, right? Where you got uh, all kinds of good stuff, correct?
1: Oh, yeah. We're going to have the story on the offense Mm -hmm. that I just finished. We have the scouting report, which is our new half page um, uh, spread on, on game day where we get the actual scout from when he, one of the assistant coaches. This week, it's uh, Aaron Grant. Mm-hmm. And we have fun facts, big stats, and um, key players of the game.
0: Right. PJ, can't thank you enough, and we'll definitely have you back on again. It's always a pleasure. Great. Thanks a lot, Mike. All right. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.